welcome back to Your Mental Health Matters. Uh, as I say in every episode, in regards to the space, and happy birthday, Jada. Let me just. Yeah. Let me and just happy birthday to you too. Happy <laughs> birthday. Just had to say that. But as I say about this space, um, it's very important that for me, for us to have a space where we can express ourselves, where we can get things off our minds, or things that we've already dealt with, and we know that, like, yo, I know other people are going through this, and maybe what I've gone through can help them. So I'm really happy to have my guests on today. I'm going to let them introduce myself. I've made a final decision in the beginning. I'm going to let my guests introduce themselves. <laughs> I've messed up so many times. So... I'm gonna let you guys go ahead and introduce um, yourself. Well, I'm Lake. I'm a dancer, model, uh, fitness instructor in New York City, and I'm all about mindfulness and um, being aware of your mind-body connection, and also um, being aware of self, and but also how that pertains to everyone else. So that's just something I oops, naturally do. <laughs> um, so we tend to always do it because Jada, this is Jada. Hey guys, I'm Jada, <laughs> dancer. I am an awesome person, I feel like. <laughs> but no, um, my career is dance, so I am a dancer with a contemporary company based in New York, and we tour a lot. But yeah, that's honestly all I do is dance, so. I don't do much dancing anymore, but we'll talk about that. No, but, I, I think yeah, we also I'll, have a YouTube together. Um, Janae X Lake is uh, from Brooklyn with Love. Yeah, so you guys go subscribe to their YouTube. Um, yes. You should write. You should write it on the chat so that they, if one yeah. of you can write it in the chat, so somebody can just write it. But that's like, and I remember when we when we like when we had this conversation on Monday okay. and deciding to um go ahead and have another conversation with Jada involved. I wanted to just conclude on, on when we were talking about being, being able to accept our uncomfortable truths. Yeah. Like when you get to that point in, in regards to like yourself and in your mental. So I just wanted us to just dive into that in regards to like our mental when we get into a space where we are actively working on ourselves. And part of working on yourselves is anything that comes, if it's the good or the bad, you acknowledge it. So what do you, I just wanted you two to go through just briefly your mental process when you get to that space of, hey, uh, this thing that like I thought about, it, it's, I see it and it's something I wanna fix, it's uncomfortable for me, but I have to do it. So how do you get to that place and what's that process look like? I think uncomfortable truths are um, the realest thing you can do for yourself and the realest thing, um, period, just cause, you have to be able to, one, pinpoint it if someone else didn't pinpoint it for you. So you have to see past the chaos. You also have to be able to accept it and be forgiving when you don't necessarily keep your word on trying to correct that habit or that generational thing that you picked up from your parents or things like that. Um, but I, I definitely think that it's much easier than I would have thought to like really be able to bring in your uncomfortable truths and accept them yeah when you're able to like sit with yourself and like spend an hour with yourself and that's why alone time is so important um and i crave it every single day <laughs> i feel like we, we all we all feel you on that <laughs> i have to carve it out if i don't i i, I would go crazy what are your thoughts yeah. 
I think uncomfortable shoes is like you said, the realest thing that you can do for yourself. I think uncomfortable truths start when the person I feel like is viewing themselves in a light where it's like, okay, if something, I feel like I started knowing my uncomfortable truths when things were going bad. So like when things were going bad, I'm like, okay, Jada, like what is actually happening? Like things happening. And that's when you, unpack all of these things that are like oh my gosh i have a lot of things to deal with and it they're uncomfortable like, why, yeah at like, first they're really uncomfortable because it's just like oh my god like why is this happening and you have a lot of questions but i think once you deal with them and you know all of them or you like come to terms with it you're like okay now i can deal with how to go about that situation or whatever it is yeah i think you, you, both of you said two things that's very important like you said having that alone time and Jada you spoke about acknowledging it like mm -hmm. when when it's there and I in my head the first thing I thought about is like once you learn a comfortable truth it's not time to run at mm -hmm. it it's not like remember I, I spoke about uh the flee and fight yeah. fight response and in, in moments of a comfortable truth I believe it's best to stay still because then number one you get that time to yourself where you're able to access maybe other thoughts that you weren't able to access when you're just trying to either fight or flee and as well those acknowledgements and when you start to see yourself make changes those will be the things that make you understand like hey i can deal with myself even if I, when i see the bad i know i have I'm, i have the ability to continue moving forward and i think that that kind of sucks with into what the topic that we're going to talk about today in regards to our mental emotional health and that's that understanding that is part of your mental emotional health being able to understand your process so one one of the questions i wanted to ask both of you is what changes if you have to just think about that term uh, and re, i mean it speaks for itself your mental emotional health if you had to think about a time where you really had to make changes to it when you had to acknowledge that hey maybe it's not just them out there maybe it's me and maybe i need to make some make some changes to how i'm reacting how i'm seeing things how did you go through that process and what was your mental process and if you want to include like an example of what really got you there mm -hmm. trying to think of something i i mean i guess i can give an example of like with my job because it is physical but it's also very um mental emotions that happen throughout the thing yeah. and i think for me i suffer from or i suffered from a lot of like doubt so that was an emotional thing that was hindering what i can actually do physically and yeah. i think i'm i'm trying to get into the question too with this yeah but I'm trying to think can you okay condense it one more time for us because okay. i think when you, I, when I, you I, of a, in a time i'll I, I say just much clearer in a time where, when you had to understand that hey i have to make some changes in my mental emotional health what what were those changes and how did you come about making those changes yeah i believe um you want to think I'll show you. That question, the other question was mad long. My fault, y'all. No, no, no. I, we understood. <laughs> we understood I just it. wasn't. I wanted to be sure. 
Yeah. Okay. But I think for me, when it comes to changes, so when I saw that it was hindering me physically with my performance and how I can actually dance, I then that's when I realized, okay, like there's, it's something deeper. And that was my mental emotions that were taking over a lot of things that I'm just like, okay, this can't happen. And that's when I realized, all right, how am I going to fix this? And the first thing was with your mind. I'm reading this book. It's called, oh my gosh. I have, to, I have to have the name sorry it's really it's about your mind and it's called get out of your head and basically by, by jenny allen and basically it's just saying how um a lot everything that you do starts with your mind like you're thinking about it and when you're consuming and it's just like and you're thinking negatively about it for me that's what was happening that's when you really need to switch that and just be like all right start speaking positive and things will change and that's when things started changing for me mm. when i started thinking positive about myself and like knowing my worth that was something that i was just like it wasn't in my vocabulary at all mm. but i like had to learn that i am worthy i am powerful i can take up space in the dance room or outside of the dance room and i was forgetting that because of circumstances that were around me and that's when it gets hard because it's like when you're in a space that it's and you you're in the space that's constantly a reminder of like how you're feeling bad or whatever that is like how to break away from that is really with yourself like you have to sit with yourself like i remember for me in rehearsals like i would have to start my rehearsals with like listening to my music like listening to gospel that was like my number one thing a lot of people like come people in my company would meditate and like do things like that but i had to listen to my gospel because i was just like i need the lord right now like in order yeah. for me <laughs> i need the lord well, or i definitely understand <laughs> like that's the only way it's gonna happen and it, honestly it helps a lot once you put yourself in that space it doesn't matter where you're at like you won't be able like can't shake me now because yeah. I, got, I got Jesus in my heart. In my heart. <laughs> and it's true. It really is really like true. <laughs> um, I think that there's like, I call those moments like, you know, oftentimes it's the time where you want to like just scream and you're trying to figure out why something's like not going the way you want, but it's really just not going according to your plan. <laughs> um and it's never supposed to be that way i think but it's uh, for me it's definitely a constant battle so i call those moments uh not breakdowns breakthroughs yes. and <laughs> they happen often um and i think that whenever i do get that alone time and i'm able to like uh, go through the process of like first there's probably something that sparked it then it i'm not as disciplined as you i can't be still <laughs> um i definitely have an anger no, it's always a work in progress all the time. bubbles um and sometimes i do win and i'm still and i think i can solve the issue rather quickly in my mind other times i'm like hitting it like straight on yeah. and not wanting to agree and not wanting to um try to correct it just because it's what's the word it feels like I'm letting myself down when I like, it's just weird. It feels like I'm going it's against like your, myself. Your mind feels like, and that was, a, that's a conversation I had in my previous episode. That's your conscious mind with your unconscious mind. Yeah. When you're, when you know it, you, you know, you, you're capable of it. 
Yeah. And the feeling of doing it brings not that joy, it yep. brings distress, worry. And it's like un now understanding that and then getting past that is like, the, I'll say like the third hurdle of that process. Yeah. And some days I understand it and some days it's out the window. So <laughs> those are my like constant things. But I think that that's why I like journaling so much because yeah. when I can read back and be able to be like, now you figured this out already, girl. Just, <laughs> just remember. <laughs> That's something y'all too, sorry to cut you off. You, um, as you were telling me or telling us on the Zoom call, um, I want to say like a couple of Zooms ago, but you were saying how you reread your journal entries. And that was yeah. the first time I ever heard that. Like, I have never done that. Like, I'm kind of, I'm like kind of scared. Because I feel like once I write down what I'm feeling, how I'm feeling. You let it go. I let it go. Because I'm like, going back and rereading it i feel like would just if it's still fresh no don't yeah. go back but it's about no, yeah if, letting if it get stale I, I give it like at least go back four, and be like i was four really to three month grace yeah like four to three month grace to look back yeah. but it's because it's sometimes i do that because one of the biggest lessons i learned is nobody can motivate you like you can motivate you point blank yeah. Yeah. people can tell you they can keep going they can tell you how to like only on if you motivate yourself you're the act you're the core of it you're the main of it like you're you're undefeated yeah so some that's the reason why i developed that habit because i got to a point where i was like bro i'm i'm I'll be, i feel like i'm going against myself <laughs> i feel like I'm, I'm battling to be this better person and i have these things so i have to go at it head on yeah. that one i fight i don't stay still in that one and that's why I read it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's, that's why i read it because it's like when i read it and it's like all right bro you're not really you're not really doing what you said you was gonna do is that extra pressure and nobody can put that pressure on me like i can put that pressure on you right yeah and what you guys were speaking about like in both your answers i wrote down positive um positivity self-worth perspective gospel plan and adjust yeah i feel like if we you put that if you just put that in a straight line that that's a whole that's the process that's a process right there yeah. mm -hmm. and part of like understanding our our mental emotional health is understanding that yo there are going to be moments where obviously you feel like crap you want to scream but mm -hmm. you have to be able to appreciate the moments where positivity is right there in front of you and you can magnify it you can you can add to it and you, you can keep making a go forward and understanding your worth, Jaden. When you said you know, that word was in my vocabulary at a point, I felt yeah. that. I felt that. <laughs> I, it's so I, true. I, 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 rem I remember when that happened to me, when I was like, where is that? Why is that word not often said? Why didn't yes. I attribute that, that word to myself often? So I definitely understand when you get to it. And part of what it can create is a better perspective. In regards to now, yo, I know how I look at myself. I know what I want to do. And that leads me to my next question in regards to when you are dealing with your, your mental, emotional health and you now discover your process. And sometimes our process may not be, may not work for other people. How we now decide to go about things, how we now decide to be, may not work for external factors. So how do you deal with that? I in think, a, oh, yo. yeah. Um, I kind of have to ignore it 
I feel like me saying ignore is kind of like on a negative side, but I know if I made the progress that I wanted to see in myself and other people or yeah, other people may not flow with it. It's just like, Hey, I can't, cause I'm not going to go back into how I was before. Cause it's not going to feed me anything. Like it's not, mm-hmm. it's not going to be right with me and myself. Cause it's just like, why do all that work? And then you come out of it, this greater person, but it might not be great to someone else. And you're like, well, I really love that friendship, but it's not working with It's like, we have to grow. Friendships yeah. grow and people change. And I think that's in relationships and friendships. And even like with family members, we're all growing. And it's like, now you have to surround yourself with people that can respect that. And I think that's the number one thing. I don't ever want to be around people that don't respect another individual with their growth and whatever they're doing. Cause it's like, are you like, that means that person's not growing. And then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's another thing. I, <laughs> the people that you surround yourself with also have a really, it's the, like a major impact on how you're growing. And sometimes people can stunt your growth because they're not doing anything and you're hanging around that. And when yeah. you're around that, it's just like, or right, I guess I'm just going to sit in this space, but it's, now you got to be around the right people and i mean for me all my friends that i have i've had for 10 plus years so they you know, me too they, like, well, I, I mean, at least five years at least five years. right no but yeah. it's like this song no new friends and i mean i remember when that song first came out i was being petty with it like no new friends but really it like really it, it really came <laughs> out because it's like the people rocking with you for all these years have seen you when you were a totally different person and now you're this and it's great to be around those yeah 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 i don't know for you did i answer you said so many great things that i might have (laughs) forgotten what i wanted to say (laughs) um i uh i think i can probably everything stems from my childhood um go back to my childhood in that like i left the house when i was 18 as a choice when I was 16 because of not being able to like even my family was centering my growth and I definitely ate with my eyes on that plan (laughs) um and I've been paying for it ever since but it has also allowed me to be able to grow um I don't regret the decision and then um I've had to always kind of practice in a way trying to protect what is the (laughs) You just had it on Instagram. You posted something. Protect. Oh, protect your energy. That that kind of vibe of just trying to stay, um, trying to uh, push your own progress along, and whoever's aligning with you comes along with the journey too. But anyone else that's unsenting you, like Mm -hmm. crazy, like it's just not worth it. Like I would have to stay with my grandmother's house, and I love her. Yeah, living with grandma. Living with grandma, her, her eyes open. right? Like <laughs> living living with grandma is so hard. But I have come to understand that woman. I think better than anyone. Like, and my mother grew up with her. <laughs> um, and then I think that by being able to just contain, and you know, she would probably spit her fire. And she probably also contained too. Um, I think we both were able to grow, and I think that's what I'm trying to replicate in all my relationships. Yeah. Um, but. Oh God, this is hard. <laughs> no, I, I I think staying focused on something like, let's say you don't have the space to necessarily like feel like you're growing, like having a focus on like, for me, I'm leaving at 18, I'm leaving at 18. 
I'm getting my own apartment. I'm getting my own apartment. (laughs) Now it's still, I'm moving to a new apartment, moving to a new apartment. Those are like those focusing things. And I think that um, I kind of keep that at the forefront of my mind in those moments. But yeah, I think that's it. No, that's, and that's super important because we, I always think like if you if you have that ability, not everyone does. Mm-hmm. It takes time for some people to like be able to build that bigger picture ability, where mm-hmm. it, it, where you can have the patience and the focus mm-hmm. to endure what you may have to endure patience. to get to the other side. There's a reason yeah. why patience is a virtue. <laughs> yeah. right. Remember the first time you really learned what that meant? Right. <laughs> Mommy always like, told me to be patient. patient. It's like, what you mean? I just what want you to mean? Like, I'm, I'm, And then you understand, oh, this, oh this, okay. is, this is a virtue that you're getting. Yeah, and oh, I, I try to teach any young one that, like, literally, I babysit, so they're, like, my extensions, and they're the most impatient creatures. <laughs> and I go, what did I say? And they go, patient. Right. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's the most important. And wow, it's really giving me forty minutes. This is terrible. No, um, no, it says this now it includes unlimited up- minutes. Work. It has been upgraded by the host, and now it includes unlimited. I don't know why it decided to pop up like. Oh, that. you see, this this is what guys do. I'm. I, I don't know why. I didn't even read it. Read it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same message You're I like get. Things. Okay, I'm tight. I was doing that to you. Saw how I reacted, but. <laughs> but Jada, you touched like, on something. Yeah. I'm sorry. Pause and reflect. <laughs> yeah, let me let me take a moment. <laughs> <laughs> Jada, you said something that was um super important in regards to like friendships and also the word respect. Mm-hmm. I think one of the it was somebody was I was talking to somebody yesterday actually that was telling me, yo, I'm at a point right now where like I'm really looking at all my friends and I'm really looking at who are the authentic ones and the genuine ones around me and it's like it's always great to be able to understand that like people who want the best for you and in the transitions you make and evolutions that you have they respect it for you and the ones that like come at you about it you don't really need them and that shit is a that's a hard truth to accept because we we have these relationships with people and for me i I've never, I've never been on the side of really experiencing that a lot because I do have friends for, for instance, the third grade, like majority of my friends are people who I've met in at least five years. So it's like, I, I thank God for having genuine people and authentic people around me, but I've also experienced the ingenuine and unauthentic ones. And it makes you appreciate that even more, like understanding it. And also when you talk about boundaries. Yeah. Because there's some people that won't that just want access to you, and they're not acknowledging how you're growing. So part of your mental, your mental emotional health is being able to. I I saw once in a TD Jakes um, sermon. I'm paraphrasing this whole thing, (laughs) but it was like really learning your confidants, your comrades, and um, I can't remember the other ones. But it's like learning your the different people in your life. Who are your confidants? Who are just your comrades and he defined it as like people who are there for just that thing and if you don't have that thing they leave mm-hmm. or people who are there for you overall regardless of the things that you have so it's like you really have to be able to decipher that because i've seen to. it a lot where people get in situations mm-hmm. at the end of it yeah where they're like yo why did i give it all that time 
It's because you didn't place that person where they needed to be placed in your life. Yeah. So, and I also wanted to really, since we have a limited minutes, now I can ask some questions, bro. Let's get <laughs> in there. The list. Okay. okay. <laughs> so I really wanted to um dive into your friendship because okay. I have I have I have a core group of friends. Like, like my friends are like seven. I've known them for at least fifteen years. So like I understand that dynamic of having good people around you. And I have a best friend. And I've known her since I was 13 years old. So having that core friendship. So I really wanted you guys to dive into like, how have you guys seen each other grow in regards to your mental, emotional health? And like those moments where you had to be there for each other. Um, well, we've been friends for 10 years, known each other a little longer than that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's been ups and downs even back then to like up to this point I feel like it's definitely a better place but <laughs> you we definitely bumped heads a lot because we're both very stubborn and in our growth we're just not gonna see eye to eye um so we've accepted like periods of breaks between us where we haven't cool. spoken or and I think that when we would come back it, it just made it a little bit stronger each time um to the point that now like she's truly my sister like I know that I love, I can literally love her through thick and thin. And um, it, it's, it, I've never thought to like really think or think about the journeys that we've had like side by side. Like I, I know my own growth and you know your own growth, yeah. but like we do technically know each other. Yeah, we know each other. I think also there the moments when we don't speak are the moments when we are both growing. And I think, and the moments that we're not speaking, it's very, I feel like we're being selfish with ourselves because we're like, we need to grow. Yeah. And I'm dealing with this. So right now I'm not speaking to you. Yeah. But you're also dealing it's like with quiet time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's literally quiet time. And I don't, I mean, yeah, because we've been through some things. Yeah. Disagreements and things, but also like, like major life changes yeah like you going to college and stuff like that right affected things so, so if i was to ask like yeah if you were to tell jada it's her birthday by the way too so you probably already gave the speech but she's about to give it again <laughs> not yet but we write letters to each other we're yeah. those people oh that's amazing <laughs> that's amazing if you okay right now I'm power gonna, of words i'm gonna need, i'm gonna need some of your words right now <laughs> <laughs> If you were to tell Jada in focusing on her on ment or her mental emotional process, like how have you seen from when you met her to now that she's really grown? I feel that you've always you're you have your straight through core things that have always been consistent, telling the truth, being very real with yourself and others. Um loving everyone but not always having the same way that you love everyone like everyone's also like particular too so like that, that's also something that like uh i think you changed in the fact that i think you show even more love than you used to um <laughs> that's great <laughs> and i think that um you like you know, not to give her, give everyone the dirty deeds, but <laughs> like, I think that you you definitely trust um, yourself more, which makes me feel like you're 
you can trust others more, mm -hmm. which is something beautiful to watch. And I think I just realized that. Um, and don't make me emotional. Just <laughs> no, get emotional. Okay. Okay. No, no, I, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I've had enough. I can't. Right. Um, but I think the probably the biggest thing that I think you've grown on is. Um, and something that you're still working through is the patience aspect. Yeah. Patience with like life's journeys, patient with your own journey. Um, but I think you definitely have improved with it just on the fact that you are like forcing yourself to have these like um, tools in place yeah. to like help you on that versus before it would be here and there. But like it's there's a lot so much focus that like, <laughs> of course, your patience will get better. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> same question same question um i think lake um <laughs> you definitely have learned i think you have learned how to be around people i guess if and not a note that was really like stupid be around people yeah we all know but I mean, knowing how to act when you're with certain people or like knowing um, if someone is feeling down, like you know how to be that person to like try to uplift them. And I think, I mean, have you always been like that? I feel like I have, but I won't speak for myself. I mean, you <laughs> have. No, I speak for myself. <laughs> like, I can't. I would encourage that. I would be like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I no, you. you have been like that, but I feel like you now, I don't know. It's like, it's a, it's a bit different from how you were, though, before. Okay. It's more intuitive? More intuitive, okay. for sure. I, yeah, I feel like I've definitely always trust, trust my instincts, but. Yeah. But I, I agree. <laughs> I'm trying to, I mean, you're, you're just a great person overall, Aww. but you're just very thoughtful. That's like my number one thing about Lakeisha is like how thoughtful she is yeah. to other people and like making sure that they're okay. Like you're that person, yeah. that motherly figure of you. So I feel like with your mental, emotion, emotional health, like for just in general in regards to mental health also it, like of course with our emotions it's like when you're when you're when you get emotional or when you feel something or when you're trying to get something out and you're not really being heard or you're being seen a, a, a like the wrong way because people sometimes add negative kind of like negative words to oh i'm dealing with my mental emotional health i'm dealing with that it has nothing to do with you even the more when you try when you learn projection and you're like okay i don't i no longer want to project so i may remove myself from situations people still may come at that and it's it's part of it's part of it it's part of understanding it and one thing i wanted to ask each of you like internally if you had to answer this question what was one of your biggest battles that you went through with your mental with your mental emotional health like and how did you if you're still going through it or how did you overcome that? Um, my biggest, probably biggest thing was just realizing how much uh, anxiety I do have. Um, and it didn't really occur to me until I was out of my family's thumb, but I moved in with my boyfriend. 
because that's a whole different dynamic. And yeah. it made me very aware that like, if I didn't feel the towards me, I didn't feel the control, like I couldn't control the space or I couldn't control what was happening, it would uh, cause me to get really angry. Yeah. And I thought that was just me being angry. I have a temper. Um, but I'm learning even with dealing with kids that that's actually just, <laughs> that's literally you throwing a tantrum and never getting over it. Yeah. Um, and so like, that's the same anxiety that I, I would still to this day I experience, but not as much anymore. But I had to address that because at that point I was in a dark space and I wasn't, I was really running from all these like things and just trying to like have a good day. <laughs> and, How did you address um, it? Um, then I, it was right out of college. I was drinking a lot. Um, and I come from an alcoholic father. So it wasn't something that I realized I was even doing until my partner um, pointed it out for me. And that's when I was like, yeah, I am drinking a lot. <laughs> and yeah these moments do happen when i'm drinking and <laughs> like and it was a lot of like ding ding dings but then became like i wasn't necessarily addicted to like drinking alcohol it was more so like i was already using that as a habit in the yeah. same way I, I saw growing up um and didn't even realize it i still can't get yeah. over it i don't know how i could just couldn't see it and it was very cloudy and um i think once i was able to um acknowledge it i was able to heal it or start to heal it that's yeah. definitely that's my biggest thing but there's always a lot of other underlying ones yeah i think for me um not knowing my worth like i was saying before was definitely something that was hindering me and i had to learn different ways on how to go about it because before i feel like i would just sit in that and just like Marinate. Be, yeah and <laughs> marinate in like the wrong thing like now it I, just tastes bad like it's just bad <laughs> and I think that's what I was doing I like and I would try different things and like would see progress and then there were points where it's like I am going back to how I was and it's just like why like I just did the work like why did not why didn't that so. work but it really does take knowing yourself and knowing what's like best for you and what to, and what to do to see that progress yeah. um, because I've tried like I feel like I've done so many things and it's just like okay it's not working and then I get back to this place and I have to start over again but I think I found like how I can how I have achieved and I am still achieving not thinking so negatively about myself and it's worked great for me like I started doing um affirmations like well every morning I read the bible so I started reading the bible and I have this like bible study book and which has been really helpful for me and then I journal and once I take my shower and I like do all that stuff I have in my bathroom I like wrote down affirmations for myself and I literally like I don't know if you watch Insecure but you know how like Issa Rae she like looks in the mirror and she's like talking to herself in the mirror like is talking back to her and so I kind of have like my insecure Issa Rae moment in the bathroom <laughs> but like I have to do it and like that's the only way like I now like made a move to like my different oh my gosh there's no way sorry I thought this was like not disturbed um but there's definitely like I have different movements now to like my oh my goodness 
It's your birthday, so it is yeah. Yeah. It's your birthday. Hold on. I, I have different um different movements to my affirmations now. So like I actually remember them and like things like that. But it's just those little things. No, it's what you said is is important because when you said sometimes you go through the battle and then you get to a point where you're like, okay, now I feel like I'm right back where I started. It's like, it's kind of unlearning something to then learn, to relearn it in the sense of like, you have to be able to make the proper connections. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes you may not, because one thing our mind would try to say, it's, oh, I'm just back where I used to be. Sometimes it could have just been one thing that just needed to be adjusted. But you have to be able to make the proper connections with like what's happened in the past connect them mm-hmm. with what you want to happen in the future and sometimes that shit in the moment you're in don't line up because yeah. it's mm-hmm. like i'm this is what happened this is where i'm at this is where i'm trying to get to and yeah. in regards to when you talked about anxiety like i i bro i i connect with that in regards to like that the anger portion like when i was like young, i wouldn't even say younger i'd be 28 got me feeling like old i'm saying when i was younger <laughs> like my in my early 20s like that was something that i didn't understand that like when i got placed in situations that either was just new or i didn't really know my my footing in it out the anxiety would just turn into anger and that yeah. i started to see what it did to the people around me and also what it started to do to, to me in regards to like what I was feeling. So I definitely understand the anxiety portion and then getting that moment when you look at it and you're like, oh, nah, bro, this can never be it. This is not even what you strive for. But you know, and that's the thing I, I always try to let people understand in regards to your mental health. It's not everybody, sometimes, this sentence sounds weird, but everybody figures it out at a different time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like sometimes we get to a, a point with our emotions where I said this to myself earlier today. Everybody wants to be human, right? In, in regards to their emotions, but want everybody else to be a robot. In mm-hmm. the sense of, you want to be able to feel the way you feel, and you want to be able to not be misunderstood, and people take you for how you're coming at them, and they understand it fully, but at the same time, are you doing the same? Because yeah. a lot of things that I see in regards to our mental emotional health is, that stain on like people then get into a point where they're like oh you should be like when you say something to me this is what i expect back like you want the other person the, or your external factors to just match exactly what it is and it's yeah. like that's quite not specific. it mm-hmm. yeah it's and that's specific. that's and that's yeah and that's an uncomfortable truth when you when if you understand that that yo know, that is selfish that is that's one impossible because it's like if you if you wouldn't want somebody to police you like that or or come at you like that, why are you doing it to other people? And I wanted you to to speak on that. I guess I asked her earlier in regards to like when people just aren't in the same wavelength with you. Mm-hmm. What what's that message you would tell somebody that that is in that moment where it's like, okay, hey, I'm dealing I'm dealing with some stuff. I've dealt with some stuff and I'm here. And it's gotten me to this point where I'm comfortable with where I'm at, but my external factors really aren't either responding or I no longer want to be a part of of those those factors. What would you tell that person? What should to always remember? 
um i i definitely think when you when you're saying external factors you're meaning like other people just to be sure other right? people yeah situations um yeah. i definitely think if it's other people uh communication is always the best route because you've had that talk with yourself you didn't have self hadn't had talked with no one else so no one else was goes, knows what you're going through um yeah. but i think i think a lot of time we do forget that though that like i def like this is what it was on the, I just hit it. It just remembered the Lauren Hill song. I have to reintroduce myself to everyone. My mother, my father is, it's that line. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that you are every day you're changing. So every day you're, you know, fixing a little bit of this and fixing a little bit of that. So like you have to reintroduce yourself to you. Like you have to understand that. And then you have to be able to communicate with others that, you know, this is what I'm going through. And if, I might need some space or if you're not down with that, like, I don't know what to tell you, but <laughs> like, it's just being very blunt and honest with it is, would, would be my approach. Um, but I know not everyone is very forward. So I feel like they could also just like wave everyone away if they could. Yeah. Um, and just one versus it being like a very individualized thing. Mm -hmm. um, but that's just what I would do. I don't know if like, that's like not, not everyone can do that though. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I feel like I'm. A, yeah, I feel like I'm also that very straightforward person. So like, whatever I am going through, I'm gonna let whoever know. Like, hey, this is yeah. what I'm dealing with. This is how I'm dealing with it. And or I'm like, hey, I'm a new person now. Uh, if you don't like it, you don't like. I'm like. I think the whole point is you have to prioritize what's like, like what's more important. Yeah. I mean, yes. And when you say that, when you say that, what, like, what do you, I, I, it's, I get what you mean when you say that, but can you break that down in regards to prioritizing? Um, well, if, if it's talking about having to protect your internal self from everybody else and all the other things that might go against that in that moment, you have to prioritize like what I think what you're feeling in that moment, like, so you can communicate. I don't know. What am I trying I to say? <laughs> in a, in, I, I put it in an order it would be for me to know and then I would let whoever my closest people are but also I feel like within that process I know some people want to deal with it by themselves because I actually had a friend that was going through a period in her life where she was just like hey I'm just not gonna be around for a bit like she actually communicated that and said hey I'm like not gonna be talking to you guys yeah. and I was just like is everything okay she's like yeah I just need to go through things for myself and like figure that out and I feel like I did that at one point too where I was just like I told you I was like hey I need to yeah not drop off the face of the earth but I just need to go away for a bit of time because I need to get my shit together yeah and then yeah. once I came back I I don't want to say everything went back to normal because I wasn't the same person but I think adapting to how it just I guess it's because I surround myself with people that are able to adapt I don't know how yeah would, I, I really don't know how it would be if I just don't I've never had that problem um I guess if I can bring it down to like more minute I if you let's say it's in like in an argument sense I think yeah. that the the best thing would be just to pause um I think you kind of said it earlier you said to like be still not yeah. actually be still I know myself has to move around but um 
I think like holding your tongue is like such like your mom said it. It's all these things mom said, but it's like a math problem. Sometimes. It's like holding your tongue. You're not holding your tongue, not only because she doesn't want you to disrespect her, but which is what you felt like as a kid. But it's also because you don't have to say what you're thinking all the time. You exactly. also don't, you, when you hold your tongue, you can listen better. Um, and in in that you guys can actually communicate versus being misunderstanding. And I think why it's so easy for me or you to or is because we're able to actually communicate and say like and I think most times doing this, you're really just texting. So like you kinda of throw out a blast message. Mm-hmm. Oh, you kinda of throw out a message like give me a couple weeks or you give me a month or whatever mm-hmm. and then that's just you You kind of unless you want to know like hey how are you doing da, 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 but you kind of just like accept it on the other end yeah you know what I mean I think yeah. more so it's like if it's quick and heated in the moment face to face I think that's when it becomes a much bigger problem but I definitely I, I think my advice would be hold your tongue <laughs> no I think you guys had two things that it's actually you have to learn that art isn't it you have to learn the art of like, first, I think it first starts with, you know, understand that truth that you're not presenting to the world. Make sure you know where you're at. Like you really know where you're at emotionally, but using both of the things that you guys discussed, being able to communicate, but also knowing when to hold your tongue. And that's an yeah. art that you have that to do. That is both. <laughs> yeah. I see what you did that's there. A, uh, yeah, what you're that, saying. That's an art that you have to, be able to, I guess in a sense, believe the truth that you've come up with. Like, okay, I this moment, I this needs to be said. Yeah. And in this moment, I, I don't think, I, I don't really think I need, I need it to be said. So no, I definitely, I, I get it, I get it. And that's what I would tell, that's what I would tell somebody dealing with that. And that's what I've told myself when I've dealt with that, like, yo, living your truth if you're in your truth communicate it but also know that everything doesn't require a response yeah it's it's there's also another like self-discipline thing because it has it's kind of like the same feeling that someone that has a habit has to do um because mm. like it's a habit to like get all that stuff off your chest when it's not needed i do it a lot and i think this conversation might have also reminded me of holding my tongue because um Quarantine is hard. <laughs> Quarantining with a partner is hard. So um, wait, can you can I can I briefly just ask you how how is that like in regards to like dealing with each other's emotions? Um, for the most part, it's a. I think anyone that lives with anyone else, um, you kind of have to find this rhythm. And in being in a relationship, it's like more of an intimate rhythm, and you're just much more like on top of each other. Yeah. Um, frozen or you're. Yeah, you, um, yeah, I'm getting a call real quick. It's just one second. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I don't know how. I'm so sorry. How I, like, what I, can you see me? That's okay. It's, uh, we both. Did. Yeah, I can see you now. That was my okay. boss, y'all. Sorry. <laughs> no, you. you um, but I think that we were just talking about like I'm quarantined, partnering. Um, basically that you have to kind of find, find a rhythm because you're so intimate, you're like right on top of each other. So I think that what I was saying, finding that alone time is super important. 
um but beyond anything i'm relearning now is that like you have to like pick your battles and maybe i haven't been choosing the best battles <laughs> but uh i definitely think that some battles are worth for. <laughs> but no for real you you do have to pick your battles and i'm trying to listen to my own practice what i preach Nah, I feel you on that. I've, I, I've, I've thought about that, like, in regards to, like, if you're just with your significant other in quarantine, like, if that just sped up the process. If y'all was going to get married in two years, y'all may know now in the next <laughs> Yeah, because so much time being spent. Like, yeah. I spent a lot of time with him before quarantine at, at home, but this is, like, literally, it feels very nonstop. Um, but I think that there's also... There has to be like compassion and kindness um yeah. in all relationships so like being if i was like stuck here with jada like we already know we would be you know <laughs> we would clap <laughs> but, but let's add to that i think what what we would see what we would witness is having to be kind and compassionate and like what yeah. to give and what to take because it's literally that um but neither of us want to do that so yeah no. we are not choosing to do that <laughs> After the third day, I'm like, oh my goodness, yeah. like somebody help. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't. Actually, but, yeah, I, I don't know. Help. I can I can ask you, Jay, that on the on the flip side, like, I'm this is an assumption. You can correct me. Assuming that you're single, how is how is quarantine like if you were to talk about that mental process emotionally, yeah. like how has that impacted you in, in in the sense of like in your emotional health? Yeah. Um I think definitely at this time of being single, I'm very grateful for it more than I ever have been um, just because I'm learning myself all over again. And that is one of my like greatest things I think that I'm able to do now. Um, also dealing with a heartbreak that was taking a really long time and I didn't understand why. And now that I'm in this point where, cause I feel like I was trying to distract myself a lot, but now that I'm in quarantine and I'm like, I actually don't have any person. You have to be with yourself. It, literally like I have to be by myself. It's like, I can't. And like, I didn't leave before quarantine, like on a talking stage with anyone. So I'm just like sitting with my own thoughts. And I was actually on the phone with my sister and we were just like, you know, talking about our love life and blah, blah. <laughs> And I was like, no, mine's non-existent. She was like, girl, like, you don't have anyone to text. And I was just like, no, I don't. And, like, I'm okay with it. <laughs> like, it's okay. When that time comes, it comes. I know, like, there were some days that I was, like, stressing out because I'm like, what's going to happen after this quarantine? Like, how am I supposed to find somebody? Like, who, like when's the dating scene? Like, what's the yeah. dating scene? <laughs> like, like, I have no idea. But, um I mean, I think everything will work the way it's supposed to work. I believe in God. I have a lot of faith in him. So, and love, love is like. Love is patient. Love is yeah. patient and love, love is kind. I thought you was about to start reciting this. <laughs> <laughs> you told, love is patient. I was going to say it. I was about to say I was. <laughs> but no, I was going to say that love is something that I truly do. I, I love love. Like that is something that I truly do love and yeah. I've learned to love self-love more now than ever. Bars. And, right. Right. You I just said that. Let me write a song. I can't. 
Give, give me one second, guys. I'm going to yes. just be paused for one second, okay? Yeah. I definitely do think that, like, love is probably, like, the, the difference Happy between birthday. love and loving everyone. Thank you. Hey, Martel. Thank you so much. Hey, Monica. <laughs> um, the difference in, like, self-love and loving someone else is that, like, you, no one else will be able to reciprocate that. Yeah. <laughs> like, nobody else. I think that I think that's why it's been such an important thing, even like coming up in quarantine life. Yeah. Like, also, just because beforehand, like everyone always says, like you have to have self love before anything, and I honestly now understand it, that I'm growing my self love on because, that level. Yeah, on that level because it's like I'm sorry, guys. No, yeah. you're my boss just called me. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's my day, y'all. <laughs> I, haven't the, I haven't the system at your crib be making them feel like they can just right, they can, listen my yeah. friend was going through it too with her um boss and her job and she was like listen sis i'm at home still like you need to realize that i'm still home and i still you know have a life mm -hmm. with myself so you need to <laughs> like, <laughs> like you need to respect that yeah God, of, doing all the work we were talking about i think we were um at our own conversation we were talking about that all like everyone that's working online now they're yeah. asking more hours more, yeah. than was even intended in the first place so, and then it's and like if you guys could have gave all of, if you guys could have gave all of this when right like, so like it, yo, it's a scam bro it's, a scam. <laughs> I it's like you sign your lot you sign your name on a on literally a sheet of paper it's a scam yeah <laughs> the whole thing just but but Jay, I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, no. You were speaking about uh, the last thing I remember is when you said everything's gonna be okay. You believe in yeah. God, you have strong faith, and that that's where I paused real quick. Yeah. So did you um, have any more, anything else to add on to that? Um, I was just saying because I believe in love so much that I know it will come to me at some point in my life. <laughs> like I don't know yeah. when, and there are times in where that I, sense. Yeah, yeah, in that sense. But there are times where I'm just like, what is this going to happen? Like, I'm ready, Jesus. Like, please. <laughs> but he knows when you're ready and he knows when you're not ready. So yeah, I, can't, exactly. like, I can't fight it. It's like that saying, don't fix what's, what ain't broken. Mm -hmm. So I'm just, you know, I'm going to let it be. And that time will come. No, nah, I feel you on that. Because I was, I was, when you said that sentence of, I love love, but mm -hmm. I understand. I understood to love self-love. Yeah, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole another thing. That is a that is that is a whole another thing that I that you see, and it's like you see in yourself. I've seen it myself. I'll, I'll internalize it. Where I had to understand that difference. That's why it hit me when you said it because I was, I, yo, my early twenties, bro. Yo, God just <laughs> he put it all in the beginning. <laughs> Because I needed to, I needed lessons real quick, right. but that was something where I had to discover in my mental, with my mental emotion, where I used to put this tag on myself in regards to like my emotions and everything. But I was at a point where I just loved love. Right. I just that was I just wanted that. Mm -hmm. But before you can, I mean, it, it sounds cliche, but it's not a cliche once you understand it once you can love yourself then you can really like really find that love so it's good that and when you said that i wasn't in the talking stages with anybody before i went into it i felt that too because 
I always say this to myself, it's kind of refreshing mm -hmm. because that's like, in my, in my sense, like I wasn't in, in a stage of like moving anything forward with anybody at that moment. So even when I got to the points, because I definitely got there in the moments where it's like, yo, this shit is boring. boring. Like, <laughs> like, so y'all expect me every day just in my room by myself? So like, literally. Like, and to give it a buck with you, it's great. We can FaceTime, we can Skype, we can even Zoom. <laughs> but after a while, bro, that gets me, that like, it's if, so it's like, in my mind, I had to, yeah, I, when I, I get there. Physical contact, <laughs> pray for you. Yeah. <laughs> when I get there, I, I kind of get into a sense where I'm like, yo, now nah, this is kind of refreshing. Like, mm -hmm. like appreciate that you at least now understand that, like, yo, I can just be on myself. I love myself. Like, right. I bother me. So that's dope. <laughs> that's really dope. And I guess, I, not in conclusion, because I, I wanted to play, did I freeze? I want to I want to play at the end of this, just yeah. for a quick second. Um, would you rather? But in conclusion, I think I'm gonna stick to in conclusion. I'm still working on the episodes, guys. Like <laughs> okay. formats change. It's gotten so much. It's gotten better episode. every time. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. In my mind, the, there was like two episodes ago. After I finished like listening to it and I yeah. edited it, I was. I literally was taking a shower, keeping a whole buck with y'all saying you gotta do better. You gotta do better. You I, I was, I, so no, you saying that I, your closeout of Lake's uh, Zoom was really good. It was really great. Thank you, thank you. I really Lake, when I write like I truly enjoyed that convo, bro. When I was editing it, I was learning bro, I was there with you. Yeah. And I was rehearing things. Thank you. And I was like, nah, that was, that was a dope. I thank God, man, because I feel like what we talked about something I needed to hear again yeah, as well. I mean, this conversation is something I needed to hear. So <laughs> everything happens for a reason. Yeah. It truly does. That's a fact. And so, in conclusion, I guess I came up with this word when I was writing questions, and then like I circled it as soon as I I wrote um, emotional authority. And the reason why I put that together is because, like when I think of like my emotions and I think of how it can just be, mm. keep it up, like keep it a buck if I, to speak freely, if I think of my emotions of how I can just, before I learned the techniques and the processes and all of that, how it can just go. You, I kind of had to develop like these emotional, like authorities for myself in my head where my subconscious mind can't even break it. Mm -hmm. it, it will be, a, it's constantly a, on my conscious mind. So if you were to, advise somebody to focus on one thing and call that their emotional authority that they live by. For me, is understanding that I'm never gonna give up. Mm -hmm. So whatever I'm doing right now, whichever way I'm feeling right now, the bigger picture always results in he never gave up. So I gotta pick myself back up. I gotta keep going. I gotta figure it out. That is my unconscious mind can't even break that. You can, my unconscious mind can tell me all the shits and give me all the doubts and, and fear but I've seen it in moments where tears came down, but at the end of it, I knew I had to get right back up and see, mm -hmm. do things. So what would you tell somebody to, to make their, if, or if you could share what, I'm gonna break this down to two questions. First, if you could share what you feel is your emotional authority. Yeah. First of all, I love the emotional uh, authority. Me too, I love Because it's, it's literally what this conversation is about. It's about being able to, wrangle those things mm -hmm. and not let it 
not not let anything penetrate your inner peace and not exuding all of what you're feeling onto everything else or everything exactly. else because it will just cloud the situation so emotional authority is yeah i, I think spot on putting that in my journal <laughs> <laughs> um i think i already said mine um it's definitely something i practice every day and in those trying times um I think it will just always be something I need and it's just patience is key. I think that's my emotional authority. Um, does it work all the time? No. <laughs> um, so maybe I need like some counter tools. Like you said, we should have multiple, but um, I think patience is key is pretty generally speaking the, what controls me. Um, Cause if I think patience, I think pause, I think take a deep breath. I think don't answer that, <laughs> you know, like that's yeah. all. Um, and I definitely have a lot, a lot, I have an abundance of patience. Um, I think if I can to my own horn more, most, more than most people. Um, yeah. and I have a lot of patience for kids and a lot smaller patience for adults who should know better. <laughs> um, yeah. so <laughs> it's just, it's just, that also includes me. Um, and that's the funny part that I always you know, I try not to include me, but that's also me. You don't know anybody. You know nothing. Mm. You, know, you learn everything. Um, but sometimes patience is not just um, roses and petals. It's exactly. aggressive patience. That's, that's I am that's aggressively true. being patient with you right now. <laughs> I'm going to stare at this blue ball right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I think patience is key. And maybe consistency is key somewhere in there, too, for other things. Definitely. Um, but they kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. I think for me, um, I just, rem I always have to remember that there's light at the end of the tunnel. No matter how hard a situation may be, there's always going to be a better side to it. It might take a while to get there, but I think I have to remind myself that with, yeah, I guess that's my emotional authority is reminding myself that everything will be okay. Um, because there's times where I'm just like, I don't, I don't think it's gonna be okay. I really don't, but I like have to remember. And I also, my faith is so strong. My One of my coworkers last friends was saying that she, her faith is so strong, like it's unshakable. And I was just like, yes, it's yeah, like, I, can, I, can, yeah. I love that. I, I, yeah, Tanisha. Yeah. <laughs> I literally like, I was just like, that is so, I absolutely love that I'm feeling it. Like, yes. And I think that's something you got, I constantly remind myself like, my faith is unshakable and whatever is going to happen is for the better. I also love the saying, everything happens for, for a reason. reason. Yeah, I, I literally say it all the time. <laughs> I just, as, as, I, as I grow, that sentiment yeah. increases for me all yeah. the time. Like, it's true. Sometimes being able to connect things and then yeah. seeing how, it, like, how you may have been thinking one thing and then it right. turned out as another, but it was better. Better, right? Yeah. So, I think I have one more. I think I have also that there's always options. That you always have yeah. options. You don't, it's not just this one way. Um, and I actually learned that from the kids that I teach or mm -hmm. that I babysit because um, they often think in, in my child, in my inner child moments that I have to like then go back to my inner child and be like, okay, girl, it's okay, soothe yourself. Um, but <laughs> those moments when they're like, no, I want it this way, but you don't need it this way. We can change it, maybe adding it this way or, or moving it here, or does that work? 
-hmm. And often they want to say no, 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 but then I'll just change the way I say it and then they'll say yes. And it's just such like a trick of the mind that it's like, you really just stop on yourself. <laughs> so exactly. I think it's, it's great to just remember that you have options. If uh, I used to always say, if the door's closed, find the window, if the window's closed, you know, find a peek hole, you know, um, because it's true. Definitely. And even assessing problems like outside of yourself, always, you always have options. It's not the end of the road. Like you said, there's always like, there's another yeah. place to go. Yeah. <laughs> I, you guys, <laughs> I was over there, trust me, when, when I rewatch this, I'm still going to be like, wow, because <laughs> everything you guys said is super important. And to me, I, I was hearing keys, keys to really understanding, being able to understand yourself and deal with your internal and your external. And wow, that's dope. That's dope that, that you guys are able to get in contact with that with yourselves and that's one thing that i hope all of us can and also like you said sometimes people can't um can't access it or if they're not able to access that that mindset i'm i'm a big believer that like if you if you are willing in your mental you can access it and you are always not always like we live in a world that a lot comes with with it so it's like you're, you're not always that greatest self at all times so there's yeah. always something that you can access to get there and once you develop your emotional authority mm. it really one takes cuts time on a lot of things but at the same time it allows you to understand um as like you said jada it is going to be okay right it yeah, is going to be okay because <laughs> god, because exactly. having god on your side having faith with you having his grace mm -hmm. like that powers for me as well and understanding that keep going that powers it because if i know in the in my life the moments where i thought i was done and he's told me i wasn't yeah and i saw i wasn't and i connect i saw what he did for me it's part of that like keep your faith keep your consistency and also just be open open-minded to it you guys i was gonna ask a second question but you kind of answered both questions and both in, in your answers and i don't know why I'm, i keep smiling but i was really, <laughs> no i was really dope and i really hope that when people hear this that we understand that like it, it's a process and it's not always the the most beautiful and thing to go into I, I, I wanted to say that at the very beginning of all this i know <laughs> nothing <laughs> exactly i That's, am I, a learner of life and, these and are just we're all learning bits of mm -hmm. what I've learned yeah. that I'm was, still learning. One thing I said in, when I thought about this conversation, I was like, this isn't a, a conversation. It's a, always an ongoing conversation. Mm -hmm. This conversation, I, I hope w when people hear this, that you understand that this is an ongoing conversation to check with yourself and to check with your peoples. So and to make sure and that's why I love your friendship. And I, and like when I saw, when I first saw you guys' friendship, I, I looked at it like, nah, I see it. I, I know what genuine friendships look like. Mm -hmm. So I see it's like you need the correct people around you to be able to hold you accountable or make sure you're holding yourself accountable as well. Yeah. So I guess the final question, and you might, you might feel like you just reset it, reset it again, but I just wanted to ask it this way. To both of you, if you were to just advise 
somebody, an individual that is dealing with their mental, emotional health in regards to anxiety, in regards to worth, in regards to not really having the positive energy reciprocated, what is the most important thing and that, that you keep in the back of their mind to always move forward with? I probably would say, um, I guess tagging along to like what we already were saying and the fact that there's light at the end of the tunnel is that um, you also have to fake it to make it. <laughs> um, Jay Cole said that. <laughs> I, I, definitely do it <laughs> um i'm always smiling not because i want you all the time like it's like my chance to redeem whatever little joy that i'm letting someone else take from me or i'm taking from myself so if something is making me laugh i'm going to probably really take it overboard or um do things that I probably shouldn't be doing right now in this moment if I'm upset. Like, let's say I'm upset, I might ignore the problem completely <laughs> and like go watch some comedy because I just need to laugh and I need to smile. Um, and I think the power of that is tenfold. Um, and it's better than any drink or smoke or <laughs> anything in my life because just like being able to like even read something and it makes me laugh like it it re-energizes me I think that's why like if you do have kids in your life they can also be like the people that like re-energize you because yeah. they just they're just funny and they just yeah. do funny things and uh, I think a lot of time like when people say my kid is my life it's like it's true <laughs> I think getting off of what you are saying it's kind of just like finding what fits right with you so like with you instead of going after that conversation or the argument that you're having, like you go onto the side and you watch your comedy, you're like, okay, that's my distraction for right now. Like you, that's what you do. Yeah. I think that's a smart way to handle it. Cause sometimes when you do things in the moment, like can go left real quick. Yeah. But yeah. I think my thing that I would tell someone is just know that you're the only you. There's literally no one else like you. And I think having to like, just remind yourself of that because that's a fact like you you're literally you're the only no person there's no one else like you and that is just special that's just so special and so dope on its own because it's like you bring something that no one else is gonna bring and that's something I had to remind myself it's like especially in the times where I was just feeling unworthy and just like I wasn't meant to be in the space. It's like, no, like I'm meant to be here. I'm here for a reason. I bring forth what I, what I am and no one else can do that. So you have to take a lot of pride in that. That's super dope. I think definitely understanding that the fake it to make it portion in regards to like understanding your process to be okay and get through but also being mindful that yo nobody else can do it the way i can do it mm -hmm. and being confident in that and being aware of that and having that be your catalyst when you're dealing with your mental emotional health that's so dope guys and mm -hmm. yo Thank you so much.
to both of you. Jada, thank you. thank you for coming on on your birthday as well. Listen, I am so happy. I look like I love talking about yeah, this is what like, we love is, to do. This is just, why we created a YouTube. Yeah, to like just talk <laughs> about different things. Obviously, we haven't posted a lot of videos because <laughs> quarantine, but we're here together. And yeah, 